up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you keep going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come Let's try this. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for being tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, 7 to 9 a.m. on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, uh, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney, and uh, Beefsteak, Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cody Ryan is uh, in the field. Matter of fact, he's probably in the bow stand right now. He bailed on us. Yeah, how'd he get that off anyways? Did he put in the proper amount of time? Because I thought he was wanting off for opening day of deer season. Mm. Uh, Our regular gun season, November 1st. But somehow he finagled his way into being the only one of us three in the bow stand. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't quite get that memo. I didn't, I didn't uh, either. Yeah. So, so it's TJ and Beefsteak in the, well, we'll tell you more about where we are. Uh, and Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and gets the gate open, gets the old pot belly stove fired up and uh, make sure the foil gets put on the coat hanger out front and that seems to be working at this point um so we're we're here we're here with y'all it's the uh it's the outdoor zone hey you, it's opening weekend archery season in texas hoorah hoorah yeah i went to uh man things are sold out I went to Academy. We're going to be setting up our uh, one of our little hunting stations, little properties for uh, the kiddos. I should say some of the KOZ kids to go, first-timers, a uh, doctor at, uh, at Dell Children's Hospital is for the cause, and he has some property out in Blanco and allows us to set up every year and then take kids out there, or sometimes TJ. Whichever. Yeah, when I'm lucky. <laughs> hey, I'll never forget that time that you and your son went out there and uh, he doubled shot a hog, two hogs. 
with one bullet. Remember yeah. that? Dang kids. You want to talk about that for a minute? I mean, geez, come on. I know you got something too, but you got an access, well, didn't you? I can't remember exactly, but the reason why I go out there to that particular place is because, yeah, it's, uh, it's got access out there and I'm just, I mean, they're like, I don't have to use my tag. It's a freebie. Yeah. And it's kind of exotic as they say it is exotic. Then it's tasty and a little and more tasty. They so say. you went to Academy. So opening weekend of deer season, you went to Academy to try and find stuff to get oh. your setup done. Yeah. So yeah. Just a little, uh, on the day on opening day. Yeah, that was a problem. I, I thought it would be, uh, uh, re, you know, everybody would be gone, right? And right. they were gone, but everything else was gone at the same time. And they didn't have bullets at all. No bullets on the shelf. I, I went by there. the gun counter, slid by there, and they uh, they were telling people, yeah, just wait a couple more days. I mean, there was a 122, one Ruger six-shooter, old-school uh, twenty-two. <laughs> And that's all they had for handguns. Wow. So, uh, you know, it's interesting how the world looks at handguns right now. Um, it, it You it don't go- hear a whole lot of people talking about difficulties, let right? People have guns right now. No, no, no. Everybody's like, yeah, that's right. We need to protect ourselves. So did you get your uh, deer stand set up or what? Uh, well, uh, we're going out today actually to that little spot, but yeah, I got mine already set up. Who is, who is we you going out there with Mr. John? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's good. I'm going to sit in the truck and make him do all the work. That's right. That's uh-huh. right. That's what you do when I go. So I, I don't know. I just thought uh, that's hey, the way it is. No, that's not even. I thought that's what you do. You ask someone to go and then you, they do all the work. That's how you taught well, me. Ah! I, can get on the phone. I get on the phone and then some important phone call. <laughs> uh, hey, by the way, so, you're in uh, the homeland, um, the motherland up there. For you. Uh, <laughs> hey, I was born in Denver, remember, Colorado? Oh, that's right. But that's my right. mom, um, to, you know, I want to tell you real quick, just to shout out or up to Mama D, Donna D Disco, um, my mom. Last week she passed away and, uh, you know, it was all in a way, uh, it was all good. We were caught up. We were good to go, but it, I do, you know, we miss her. She, you remember her on the show? She called in and told all I the shenanigans. I remember her. She was the instigator. You and her were the instigators of our mother's day show, but I want to save all that for, okay. uh, for the top of the next hour. Just talk a little bit about the influence moms make on the outdoors and guys in the outdoors. But I am, I'm in, I'm in small town, Illinois. uh, The weather outside, it was, we did our KOZ here with some of the guys, the church here in Galesburg, Illinois. I saw pictures of lots of food, food on a table that stretched. Everywhere I went, they're like a bunch of Baptists. Uh, (laughs) They're Nazarene. Uh, church but <laughs> they eat like Baptists. <laughs> everything they do is just got tables full of food which i enjoy quite quite much but uh anyway it, it's cold and rainy and um uh, but i'm talking to a lot of the guys here and these guys you know what they're they're uh 
their uh, weight of the deer are, their field dressed weight of their deer. I I remember 220, 240, 250. Two to, two to 300 a, a pounds. It's yeah. not unusual to have a 300 pound uh, deer yep. Yep. skinned or gutted on the ground. 300 pound deer. Yeah, We're they, lucky to get one that's 80. Uh, you know, a bigger buck is like what, 110 or something like that, you know, 120. So yeah, oh, it's just lady. a different world uh where they live and the amount, you know, cornfields everywhere. Yeah, and, they, you know. They said it's just all corn and and sweet peas or corn, corn peas. Corn fed, you know. Corn we, fed, yeah. We got to bring in the corn. Corn just is everywhere down there. But that was that was really fun. Got to hang out with these guys here in Illinois. I'm going to go see them here in just a little bit after after the show. I'm going to go to their church and then uh, we'll go eat one more time. <laughs> well, and, the, uh, Illinois has in that area good farm country, hardworking, God fearing people. They're just good yeah. to the core. It's funny because in town, even in this town where i'm at Uh which is uh it's got some i guess it's got some college stuff happening uh but you see a bunch of uh dim signs in in town and then but as soon as you get out into the cornfields it's uh it's all trump train out there it doesn't change right it's beautiful it's absolutely gorgeous you know they have that grass that grows up here in the north it's like a kentucky bluegrass yeah. Something's like golf course grass. Mm-hmm. And man, when they cut it, it looks so beautiful. And the lake, the lake we're at yesterday, or uh, yeah, last yesterday evening, we're at a lake here, Story, Story Lake in Galesburg, Lake Story. And, uh, and they, it's pike fishing <laughs> in the lake. I was like, oh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Well, just yeah. go, don't go there in three months. So, you know, things will change a lot. When you say grass, there is no grass. Oh, so yeah, right, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm in and out at the right time, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. This but is it was a... cold and wet and rainy, and they're running around in T-shirts, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this isn't, you know. It's spring. It's Indian I summer. My, my hoodie. I need my hoodie. But it was nice. What's the weather like there on opening weekend of bow season and yeah i believe that it was uh 82 degrees so you know it was perfect it was a little warm yesterday it was hot actually i was sweating at 82 uh yeah well no um it's not it's oh it's 82 right now no no it's 59 degrees like right now and today it's supposed to be clear and uh get up to 88 degrees with like the wind is blowing at one mile an hour. It's going to be great. What a great day. Wow. Perfect. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. So did you get, so today you're going out to get your, uh, your secret yep. deer hunting spot. The one that you're going to invite me to kill access on. Exactly. Have we're you gonna... got, Oh, so you're putting cameras out now and everything or are you? Just... Yeah. Yeah. We're doing the whole nine yards today and, uh, we got a trailer full of stuff and corn and, chairs so those chairs are out of base camp now you don't have to throw them i noticed you threw them out into the yard I like a piece of garbage i was like hey, 
What? What do you want to talk well, about? Something good? You want to talk so about? So McBride's guns. It, you said you know it's hard to find guns right now. Well, yeah. there's only one place in Austin that you can go and get the, all the information on guns and everything you need about guns. That's McBride's Guns, Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. McBride's has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, modify your firearms. If you're looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun, go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns, they're in the same place they've been for years, 30th and Lamar. Call them, 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. We're going to talk a little bit of fishing. Yeah, there is fishing going on. It's opening weekend, uh, bow season, deer in Texas, but there's still some fishing going on. And we got some really interesting conversation about fishing in downtown Austin coming up <laughs> right after this. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Only one place. The Outdoor Zone Radio Network, 7 to 9, or 24 on Sunday, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack him and stack him, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Yes, sir. Number one outdoor show on radio. I'm TJ Granny. Hey, time's running out during the final hours of Nile Maxwell's Ram Power Days at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We have hundreds priced just right. The 2020 Rams to choose from. If your truck's packing on the miles and the AC isn't helping cut that Texas heat like it used to, it's a perfect time to trade in the truck that you're in. No matter what offer you get, we'll beat it. No matter the deal on a new car you've got, we'll beat it. And that's the same promise we've been making for over 35 years to beat any competitor's price on a new vehicle in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal and we'll beat it. Come see for yourself why we've again been awarded the 2020 J.D. Power Customer First Award for Excellence during the Ram Power Days at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Just get all the information online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So, Mr. Donnie. Yes, can you hear me? sir. Mr. I am. Beef, I'm, Mr. Beef. I'm here. So, um, Beefsteak's in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. Here, and I'm in, uh, in Il Northwest Illinois, coming to you live from room 115. Corn country. And, uh, Corn country. Corn country, yeah, that's corn right. and beans. But anyway, so um, you know they was, they rotate the crops up there between corn, beans, and alfalfa in order to give back to the dirt. You know because yes. corn takes out a certain nitrogen, beans can put it back in. Alfalfa lets it rest. It's a uh, it's a great circle of life up there. In many it's, cases. Uh, absolutely beautiful country and i haven't seen any deer since i'm here but i've seen lots of it around and all the guys tell me about the overabundance of deer in the area and do and, they tell uh, you that they have to use a shotgun 
Uh, no, they didn't tell me that. Most of them were talking about their bow hunting, but maybe they did. Oh, muzzle loaders too. Muzzle loaders, and uh, they have to use slugs in order to uh, deer hunt. Well, I, for one, have volunteered to come back <laughs> at a future date and assist them in any management uh, issues they may have with the 300-pound deer that are walking around here in Illinois. But anyway, so uh, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone, folks. Open and weekend uh, deer season, archery deer season in the state of Texas. Cody Ryan is in the bow stand. He better stick something this weekend, or or, or we'll know. Be on the, or we'll know what's gonna, up, right? It's yeah. not going to be cool. No, it's not cool if he doesn't just if he just says, "Oh, I just passed on everything." No, you don't. You don't do that. And and you know, did you hear that Kill lame stuff. excuse yesterday that he had about uh, turkey coming in and scaring his deer away? Oh, come on. Well, okay. He that, still needs to kill some. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so I, I was looking through some uh, fishing stuff, just kind of like, okay, well, if we're going to talk, I mean, we need to talk about fishing during Cody's normal, Cody Ryan's normal segment mm-hmm. on the show here. Yeah. And, uh, and I was looking at some stuff, and it was talking a lot about carp fishing especially on Lady Bird Lake. And have you ever seen those people set up down there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just I say those people. I just mean carp fishers, yeah. men and women. Have you, have you, uh, you ought to ask your, your fellow uh, Illinoisans right there about carp fishing. That's a big deal up there. Well, I haven't, uh, I heard a little bit about pike fishing, but so apparently, and I've known this for years that they've even had uh, on Ladybird Lake, they've had, and most of the folks listen to the show, I guess, if they're from Austin and have been around a while, if they're outdoors, men and women, uh-huh. uh, world championship for carp fishing was on Ladybird Lake years ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. A guy won a million dollars fishing for carp on Ladybird Lake. They're fun and, because they, they fight good and they're big. They get big quick. Well, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of these folks like to fish for them there is they say it's because um, they fight like redfish. Mm-hmm. The, let's see, the uh, state record pulled from Ladyburg Lake, and I think this is the one that won a million dollars. I think that's like, I think they had it like an insurance policy on the, on this that if somebody caught the world, the state record or world record or whatever on Ladyburg Lake, that it's like that hole in one insurance yeah uh-huh where you can win a million dollars which do you know you know jay swan right yeah our buddy you know his daughter's made three hole in one she's on the mississippi uh college golf team and she's made three hole in ones in the last two months yeah lucky girl my man she's a stud anyway so they had it, it had it insured, I guess, for a million dollars. But the, the state record it, uh, pulled from Ladyburg Lake was 43.75, 43 and three quarter pounds. 43, 40 pounder. That's like reeling in, like reeling That's a bag in of a corn. Bag, a bag of corn. <laughs> That's fighting. <laughs> That's cray cray. 
Wow. Well, that's what those carp are all about. I mean, that's if you've ever seen them, those big old head. I mean, they're like uh, koi, you know, fish. I mean, they're, they're half half koi, half bass is what they look like. It says here that um, Texas is one of the go-to places. People from around the world come to Ladyburg Lake to fish for these carp. Uh, they also go to uh, Walter E. Long or Decker Lake, as us old-timers know, Yeah, Walter E. Long. Um, they go to Lake Fork near Dallas, and they go to Canyon Lake. Can't Really? And, really? Over in uh, And they Bronfos. say Buchanan Lake and Lake Travis as well. That's, wow. that's weird. I, well, they're everywhere. I, I mean, I've never thought about fishing for carp at Lake Travis or Lake Buchanan, but... Well, you know, they've taken over like the Illinois River and they're heading towards uh, Lake Michigan and they put up nets, electrical charging. They don't want them to get there. Well, I know Cody is not a big fan of the ones that they put in these places because they eat all his grass and (laughs) his bass like the grass. Yeah, but people Um, can then swim. They can wade out there and not get that, that, uh, that seaweed and all the other good stuff that touches their leg and that's what it's well, all they, about right <laughs> yeah they just don't like the grass around their docks and all that but i i find it quite lovely yes um but they uh so they make their particular mostly um uh mostly they make their own baits for the uh stuff they make um dough balls let's see what is it saying here they how they make them bread uh oh they do mini wheats and big red and uh, they, corn and oats and jello mix yep to hold it together yeah they do all so it's pretty much kind of that whole dough ball thing kind of like baiting a and, hog <laughs> and then they can't cast can't cast them out 40 or 50 feet out so i'm I'm giving you some some info. So if you're not doing anything this afternoon, you want to go catch a 40-pound carp on Ladyburg Lake. One of the uh, so that you know they put that trail all around there, mm-hmm. that concrete walking trail, in which they somehow miraculously built in record time. And um, but they were always supposed to be there was supposed to be a fishing pier built out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were raising a bunch of money for a handicapped fishing pier, so they got one or two places on that trail, and they won't let you just fish off the side of it, which they should because it's a public trail, and I don't know it. It'd be cool to walk it, walk that trail. You know, we ought to do that, Donnie. That'd be funny. You know, last time I did walk it. Last with, time I was down there with my son, we he was about twelve years old. We went fishing down there on right on ladybird lake and uh the guy came by running by and he stopped and he goes what are you doing he said do you are you gonna if you're gonna if you catch those fish they got mercury in them and why would you do that why would you even come down here and fish you're just messing with the fit and he gave us a really hard time there was a 12 year old kid going huh what are we doing wrong? Did you say, oh, hey, wait a second. Let me, come over here. Let me show you something. And just beat him down to a bloody pulp. 
say, that's what I'm doing with my son here. So why don't you just take a hike? And why don't you limp on out of here with your broken leg I just gave you? Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Man. so uh, it's a it's a pretty cool deal going down. I know there's a lot of big bass in Ladyburg Lake, and uh, the fish are not all contaminated like that anymore, and, and they haven't been for years. And that's so. Um, people should go down there and catch some fish and keep them and eat them. And um, carp, not the best thing to eat. A lot of small bones. You can still do it. Um, and people do, I guess. So the way we but, used to do it up there um, in Illinois, when you caught one, you would cut them instead of fillet them because they're, they've got those rib bones. You little would, teeny bones all yeah, in there. So you would just cut uh, perpendicular straight down and make a whole bunch of little, uh, I don't know what you call them, uh, fish fingers, you know, just little slices instead Lovely. of fillet the other way. And it had the bone in like the, the rib bone was already, was there, but you cook them like that. And then you just pull them off. Like you would a, uh, a chicken wing, <laughs> like chicken wing, wing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Chicken wing. Yeah. I just heard a pluckers commercial in the break and I was like, Hmm, chicken wing, chicken wings. That's what so, we need to uh, do. But anyway, and, and one of the cool things too is you can set up along Ladyburg Lake. You can get your little antenna out, your comfy chairs. In this article I was reading that people bring a little Coleman stove so they can heat up water and drink espresso and I mean, you can make burgers. But I, and that's another thing I thought was cool about this is with this kind of fishing, you can uh, you can take a Coleman stove down there and frying pan, you can make hamburgers. <laughs> you know, you could, uh, it'd be cool. Well, it's a day. It's Made a, me want to get my Coleman stove out. It's a way of getting out in the outdoors and taking a kid or grandma, uh, your wife and just getting into the great outdoors. There's something healing about that. You know, when I had my just back get problem, total, get total redneck, fly your Trump flag, sitting on the side of the bank, all those people running and jogging and, walking by and I like it'd it be a, it'd be a beautiful thing hey another beautiful thing it today, this weekend's opening weekend of archery season in Texas and if you are not set up with your bow or if you went out this weekend and you had some adjustments maybe your maybe your shooting wasn't quite right I'd head over to archery country and get them to check your bow get them to check your arrows they have the only full-size um, range in Central Texas. That's archery country. Archery country, one of the uh, uh, the guys over there at archery country, they're not just part-time shooters and uh, they actually hunt around the world and they're 3D shooters and they compete and so they understand archery. You can get all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day and again austin's only full-size range is at archery country 8121 research boulevard austinarcherycountry.com austinarcherycountry.com all right when we come back on the flip side we got news of the weird only one place live on the bunkhouse sunday morning 79 or 24 7 365 theoutdoorzone.com amarillo's on my mind Thank you.
I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Red Laters. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show in radio, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays, 7 to 9 or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can also catch us on all your favorite podcasts. Share this share this show with your friends. We're, we flip the show onto the podcast, and you can listen to it again later, which would be lovely. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to listen to, show, to the same show twice and uh, get all this great information that Beefsteak provides for us <clears throat> every week, two, three times a week. Uh, anyway, I'm TJ Graney, Beefsteaks, and I'm in Illinois. Beefsteaks in the house. Oh, yeah. And Cody Ryan is in the deer stand. We hope. On opening weekend of archery season in Texas, and he better kill something and did you check i mean is he really there uh i do not have the uh uh check mode on his where his phone is monitored Hmm. by mine his location mode uh all it is is we just have to trust that he's given us good information Hmm. but now it's time for your news of the weird huh Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, you know, we, um, oh, I meant to tell you, this segment of the show is brought to you by Sun Automotive. If I don't do that. There won't be a news of the weird. Sun Auto, <laughs> uh, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do and want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service, you can find locations all around Central Texas. Our family location is 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. That's at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Let's go to sunautoservice.com for all the details. Sunautoservice.com for all the details. And so Sun Auto brings us the news of the weird for this week. And news of the weird is, um, have you ever, uh, years ago, I got a letter in the mail from... an attorney and said that I was part of an estate and uh, where, where in in Louisiana, where I had a great uncle's something or something, something probably said, I think I ended up getting like a thousand bucks and it was awesome. (laughs) I knew nothing about it, but I was in the line of heirs that came from this uh, estate and <clears throat> I was looking today and there uh, or this week I was looking in the uh, just through our uh, news releases and I saw that there was a family that once owned Padre Island. 
I bet they talk about that like, oh my gosh, why did we do that? Why well, did it we was sell it. It was given to the family in 1759 by King Charles III of Spain. He gave two the 209 square mile island to Jose Nicolas Bali in 1759. And uh, and his family found out about it. One of his heirs found out about it. She grew up hearing stories about it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so she started digging into it, and she ended up finding out that, yeah, it was real. They really did. But over the years, the family, um, as families do with land and stuff happens, uh, started selling off little pieces of it and eventually sold off the island. Um, it says here, my grandmother had stories about the family rowing a little boat out to the island and spending days out there fishing and just spending time there. And um, But the family started selling off the little individual pieces, but the brilliant part about this was she hired an attorney and argued the point that they that not that they didn't own the land or the people that own it now didn't own it that they did actually sell it and all that but the mineral rights were never part of the sale you know i heard yeah i heard there were a lot of mineral rights there were a lot of pump jacks down there and they were pulling oil off of South Padre Island. Oh, man. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. And so she went in and, and claimed the mineral rights, and uh, and they won the settlement. <laughs> and so they got a bunch of money, uh, 10 million bucks was the settlement. And But the interesting thing was, there was 250 heirs now. So over all the years, the kids begat kids begat kids and cousins and nephews and da, 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 da. And by the time they deciphered it all, this lady had spent 22 years digging up her family history and researching it and mm-hmm. taking it to court and doing all that stuff. You know how much money she got? Mm, how much? $11,000. How much went to the lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting, though. I just thought, man, that is weird. Because um, you don't think about that stuff. And I, I was so surprised when I got, when I was notified that I was an heir to an estate and, you know, that there was anything there at all. Um You know, I think in that article, uh, it talked about her great-grandmother in 1938 uh, sold sold it for 20, her property, you know, her deed. They they broke it up into 11 areas and deeded it out. That's how she figured it out, is the deeds were actually listed in a courthouse. And um, I thought it was interesting that her grandmother sold her deed and her, you know, uh, imagine South Padre Island in 11 diff separate pieces. 
She sold sure. hers for $25. She said she immediately went and put it under her mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, you know, but people thought, gosh, I got to row my boat out there. You know, why would, what, what good is that piece of property? I mean, I can imagine yeah. back in the thirties, right? I mean, um, yeah. I I'd heard of people that there was a ferry or a little, uh, flat top deal. They pulled back and forth, you know, from the Island when, uh, the servicemen were there, uh, at Corpus and they would take a weekend and go down there. And I mean, crazy stuff like that where, uh, and and you look at it today and it's a hustling bustling you know everybody knows where it is from spring break don't go near it during spring break yeah would you have That's property not where you want to go would you buy a uh, condo or anything down there now negative red rider but some people love that stuff i mean okay it is a magical place to go. I mean, you, the beach. It's a beautiful place. I mean, I remember Billy Sandifert passed away last year, but man, that, he was the outdoor guy that uh, kept the beach. I mean, he was the he was the voice for Padre Island and just watching over the the waterway and the you know the the shorelines and did the Billy Sandifert cleanup every year and uh, but. No, he's uh that was an incredible uh, thought process. Land is just something that always just catches my interest in what it can be used for and how it can be used. And uh, and imagine your family once owned Padre Island. That's <laughs> that's a an interesting thing. Something else that's speaking of the shoreline, the closest thing to a fresh beautiful shoreline in Austin, Texas is the shore. Raw barn grill, our amazing friends at shore are serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Man, you need to get on their email list. You want to get, you want to be hit in the uh, food sensory uh, area with your eyeballs. You got to see their emails. Incredible. These guys have the freshest seafood in Central Texas. It comes in every week. They handpick what they're going to serve and what they're going to offer you, have on their menu. They have the best oyster selection in Central Texas, just uh, all different kinds of oysters. And uh, you pick out which ones you want. They're incredible. They have a wonderful house-made breads and desserts. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore Raw Barn Grill, located Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. Get all the information about Shore Raw Barn Grill at shoreatx.com. All right. So we'll come back on the flip side to game warden field notes and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse, the Outdoor Zone. Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7-365. Theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Walk along the river. All right, welcome back. Got the Almond Brothers here with us in the studio playing. That's nice, nice. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. 
I'm TJ Grenny, your host. This is the number one outdoor show on radio. Nile Maxwell GMC tailgate savings are happening now at Nile Maxwell GMC. And you can tailgate like a pro this season in a new GMC with greater accessibility and more features than anything else in its class. Like the 2020 Sierra 1500 with multi-pro tailgate that's more than just a tailgate. Like a multi-purpose tool, it can be configured and positioned to function in several ways. Perfect, perfect for any game day or work day. The general manager, Tom Gammon, and his staff believe that going the extra mile extends beyond the dealership, and the purchase of your new vehicle is the start of your relationship, not the end. Come join the family at Nile Maxwell GMC and find your new vehicle today. Exit 256 in Round Rock. See dealer for details, nilemaxwellgmc.com. We are professional grade. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. All right, Game Warden Field Notes. Hey, uh, Beef Steak, have you uh, seen any Game Wardens recently? No, I have not. I, I, you know, you should be happy to see Game Wardens, right? We're not doing anything wrong. I've already, you know, I make sure I pick up my uh, my fishing and hunting license and get the super combo each year. I do Hunter's Ed. You know, for um, Texas Parks and Wildlife, and and instructor. I get to awesome. I get to talk to them about it. Um, I recommend that everybody gets Hunter's Ed up front, so I shouldn't be scared. But I don't know. There's something about <laughs> <laughs> you know game wardens creeping up, and you're like, oh, what did I do wrong? But you know what? I don't need to be because I uh, I'm I'm trying to teach kids not to be that way either. You know. Well, a Titus County game warden caught three men fishing on Lake Welsh without fishing license. One of the subjects gave a false name and date of birth, refusing to cooperate in providing his identity and even requesting an ambulance because he was so upset. After the ambulance arrived, he refused transport and gave the EMTs a different date of birth when he signed the refusal for transport. The man was arrested and transported to the Titus County Jail for failure to identify and no fishing license. At the jail, his real name and date of birth was located and found to have been previously issued a citation in 2009 by the same game warden, no fishing license. Citations were issued to the man for no fishing license and for failure to identify, and then he was released. You know, well, I, I, I think I'm going to use this as an example, like during Hunter's Ed, of why he, there's no reason to be, uh, you know, to worry about it. You got everything set. Don't be like that guy. No. <laughs> you know, and one of the things I was, uh, uh, I'm going to talk to our uh, KOZ guys around the country uh, and and I'm going to do a blog or something here coming up real soon 
on buying your buying a kid a hunting and fishing license, getting them used to the process of going and getting their license. I've done it with my kids. I did it with my kids every year. And now they have all fully launched into buying their own. But every year, my kids buy a super combo. Yeah, I think... Even John Michael, my youngest, 22, he went and bought a super combo. That's pretty good for a young guy that's out on his own and money may be a little tight or and spend it elsewhere hundred bucks <laughs> on fully licensing himself out. And, uh, and I'm going to make sure he uses those tags this year. There you go. Okay. But anyway, I just, uh, part of it is just teaching and showing how important and how simple it is. Even if, even if the kids don't use all their tags or anything, I just think the process of buying your license and now and and really if i was teaching a kid to do it i would go to uh cabela's or academy or someplace and i would do it live there i wouldn't do it online Mm -hmm. just because i love the process yeah um but i uh i think it's a it's a great and, and now you can buy it online it's so you told me you did it this year and then i I ended up doing it too. And you can do it in five minutes. Oh yeah. And you can enter other programs. It allows you to do the, you know, big game hunt or put in for the veterans or, uh, you know, hunters for the hungry. Yeah. Um, and there's even a giveaway. It's only five bucks per ticket, but there's a giveaway each quarter for a lifetime license. How would you like to get that pulled? Golly, I bought, well, I bought five I wouldn't of them. get the true value out of it. <laughs> and we've talked about that before. Oh yeah. The, the return you know? on investment but now, if you were a kid and you got one of those, man, apparently when we read into it, you can regift it, I guess, to a family member. So, um, you can, I believe that was the case. We're going to, we'll probably have to ask a game warden. You know, get one of those guys. And I think, you know, as part of KOZ, I think you always recommend that a game warden is called because those guys are so friendly, man. When they come, they they talk to the kids. They tell them about great stories. Uh, It it can be really a good time. Yeah. For the boys to see what they're like. And, uh, man, they're like Texas Rangers in a way because there's, you know, one riot, one ranger. And uh, well, uh, a warden yeah. is the same way, you know. They go in solo a lot. It's good to know. It's good to know your uh, know your game wardens. At opening weekend of archery season right now, um, if and I would say if you see a game warden at the gas station or if you see him, you know, at a park or something, go over there. Tell them thank you for working so hard and being part of the uh, part of the you know, system that keeps all these um, things available for us. Game wardens work so dang hard. And I think a lot of times they're underappreciated or they get treated like they're, you know, like them being law enforcement are, um, you know, like they're the bad guy because you're fishing without a license and they give you a ticket. 
and um, yeah, and why? they do more than just ticket. You know, I mean, there's some some other stories came out this week about uh, them finding stolen boats and and drug cases and they get involved in all kinds of gnarly stuff too and uh, I just think as our state police they just need a good handshake and a thank you if you see them especially now while they're working so hard in the field um, for you and me and there's a little dove you season know. happening archery <laughs> archery deer season happening fishing all the time for something out there having to keep up with that um you know one of our one of our guys on our lease we're on a great big you know ranch out in the middle of nowhere and he's always from day one has said you tag that beast the minute you get up there and uh and i'm like "Ah," you know you just think, well, who's going to be around? You know, why, why does it matter? I'll get it back to what, you know, you always think about those things and I, I, you got to respect those rules. I mean, if a game warden, I want to be the guy that's not looking over my shoulder, you know, for, for something. And there's no reason for that. I don't do it in other parts of my life. So why would I, I why would I do it here? You know, I remember early on in, uh, in my hanging out with kids, teaching them about hunting and fishing that, uh, I had a redneck streak kind of going <laughs> and I wasn't always, I didn't ever, always do everything exactly the way what? you really should be teaching. I don't believe and, that, but I have so come to appreciate and operate in and not teach a kid redneck hunting, redneck fishing, you know? If it's a 15 dub limit, it's a 15 dub limit. There's something um, to be proud of when you do it the right way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so anyway, make sure you high five your game wardens when you see them. They're out there working hard. It's opening weekend, archery deer season. Uh, Beefsteak's going out to get his stand set up and his feeder set up on a secondary ranch but hey if you've got a ranch you got a piece of dirt you need to know farmranchstore.com there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come from handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing feeders rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today They've got the boar buster hog traps. They got everything the landowner needs in one place, farmranchstore.com. Visit our buddies over there, farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the job done. All right, so that's it for the first hour of the outdoor zone. We come back on the flip side. We got uh, the PETA report, we got the armed citizen report, and more live in the bunkhouse. So. That's it. We'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone. Follow us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. 